in the book of St. John, the sixth chapter. I want to give you time to get there because I believe that God has a word for us today. He has declared that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word, amen, it will, it will stand, it will last forever. The sixth chapter beginning at verse 51. Verse 51, St. John, the sixth chapter. We pray that those that are on Zoom, amen, we pray that uh, you are being blessed, amen, by the service uh, thus far. Sixth chapter of the book of St. John, let's begin. I'm going to begin reading at verse 51. You will find these words. He says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. And if any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews, therefore, strove. In other words, they argued among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. And whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed verse 56 he that he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and i in him as the living father have sent me and i live by the father so he that eateth me he shall live by me and then verse 58 this is that bread which came down from heaven not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead, but he that eateth of this bread shall live forevermore. Look at your name and say, neighbor, live forevermore. Take your seat. I want to just <clears throat> briefly or as the spirit leads, amen, as the spirit leads, I want to talk to you from the subject matter in the form of a question, and it is simply this. Is there life within you? Is there life within you? Yes, Pastor, can't you look at me and tell that there is life in me. I am, in fact, inhaling and exhaling. In fact, I am breathing. Well, I still want to know, in the midst of you inhaling and exhaling, in the midst of you actually breathing, is there life within you? Now, if you notice, if you will, the words... uh, of Jesus, and I feel that they are very important to life all throughout this particular 
text. In fact, I would encourage you to read the entire chapter, not while I'm preaching, but during your private study time. Read the entire chapter because I feel that these words are very important to life. Listen at some of the things that He says in the text, he says, I am the living bread that came uh, down from uh, heaven. And whoever eats of this bread uh, will live uh, forever. And then I hear him in this text says, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. And then I hear him saying, those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. And then he says, whosoever eats me will live because of me. He says, the one who eats this bread will live forever. And so we know, we know the words Jesus speaks, but do we have the life which he speaks? Amen. We know the words he speaks. Uh, life all throughout scripture. But I want to know, do we really have life? Is there life within you and I? That's the question for today. In fact, that's the question behind today's gospel. And, 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 and you know what? It's important enough that Jesus, he actually asked it six times, six times. And so that question uh, is the thread that runs through each of Jesus's uh, six statements. He, he, he's not uh, forgetful of what he has said. I mean, he's not unintentionally repeating himself. He's, 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 he's mindful of our hunger. He, he's not repeating uh, uh, himself. He's, he, he's repeatedly calling uh, us into life. He's trying to get our attention. He's trying to wake us up. He's trying to disturb us, to get us to look at the life we are living. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. And so today the question isn't about physical or biological life. It's more than that. It's about life with a capital L. Amen. It's beyond words. It's indescribable. And yet we know it when we taste it. Think about those experiences when you feel larger than life, not because you've done or accomplished something, but because you feel connected 
do and uh, a part of something larger than uh, yourself. Haven't there, haven't there been uh, moments when you thought or even said to yourself, this moment is perfect. Now, I know it's been a long time for, for some of you all, but have you ever experienced that time in your life where you had to just simply declare that this moment is uh, uh, perfect? And, and, and in fact, it's so perfect, Khalil and Teal, I really don't want it to end. When was the last time you took a bite of life and tasted it tasted good and you just actually wanted more what what can i help you that's the life that jesus is talking about in each of these six statements and i wonder if that's the life that you are living today oh all y'all you'd be surprised how good you look today i should have turned the monitors on so that you could actually see how beautiful you look. You're decked out. Your hair look good. Y'all smelling good. Come on here, somebody. You smiling. Oh, praise the Lord. Look at your name. Say, neighbor, you look mighty good today. Tell them. I'm going to take my time and preach. So y'all just sit there and look at me and watch me till we get there. Listen, you look mighty good today, but I'm still wondering, I'm still wondering, is there life within you? Because at some level, we all know that kind of life is available. And if we would be transparent, we really really hunger for it. You need to understand that uh, 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 it's, it's not a worldly hunger. It's not a hunger that if I get a new car, if I get a new uh, a husband, or, or if I get a new uh, a, a wife, if I get a new house, then I will be experiencing real life. No, it's not a worldly hunger. Fact of the matter is, uh, it's a holy hunger. Somebody say holy hunger. When was the last time you've had a holy hunger? It's a, it's a, it's a holy hunger that causes us to ask ourselves, what am I doing with my life? Jesus, you know, he declared that if you hunger and thirst after, after righteousness, He said, what? You shall be filled. So have you wondered if this is all there is or ever will be? Uh, Is this as good as it gets? We're sure there is more to life than this. There has to be more to life than getting up in the morning and going to work and working eight to ten hours a, a day and putting up with folks that don't like you. And even though you save, you really don't like them. Don't say amen. Don't say amen. Amen. Then when you get home, you have to come home and the house is disarranged. 
afraid and the kids uh, are acting up. And by the time you get through helping them and cooking and you don't feel like eating what you just cooked because you're just tired and you try to get, I'm, I'm coming down somebody's street in a few minutes. You're trying the best that you can in order to just have some quiet time to yourself and yet you simply can't find it. Is this what life is all about? You get in the bed because you're tired and you think that you're going to get a good night's sleep only to discover that you toss and turn all night long because your mind won't go to sleep. Your body's in the bed but your mind have I got a witness up in here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to somebody. Hallelujah. But your mind is spinning. And so therefore, it doesn't matter what time you go to bed. When you wake up uh, 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 the next morning, you're just as tired as when uh, you lay down uh, that night. Well, well, is there more to life than uh, what I am experiencing uh, right now? Well, I stopped by to give somebody some encouraging news. Uh, and the answer is yes, there is more to life than what what you are actually experiencing, somebody ought to shout right now. Yeah, it's such an important question. It's a very important question because my guess is that all of us at some point live less than fully alive. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. We dressed up, but we're not fully alive. We looking good, but we're not fully alive. Come on, can I get can I get about two people to be transparent for just a few moments here uh, today? Because fact of the matter is many of us just go through the motion and they say, say you fake it until you make it. How many of you all have put your life on autopilot? Come on. Come on. How many of you all are just hungry for, for more? There has to be more than what I am experiencing on a day-by-day basis. And so how would you, if I handed you the mic, how would you describe your life? today? What would you say about it? You know, it seems to me that most of the time, uh, let me just speak for all of us. Is that all right? Is that all right? Let me speak for all of us because uh, most of the time it seems uh, that we describe our lives in terms uh, of history and circumstances. Come on, follow me. Uh, We describe our lives in terms of history and circumstances. We focus more on what we do than what really matters and what invigorates, what energizes what what refreshes us we talk about where we are from where we live we talk about our marital status we talk about our relationships we talk about work we talk about our roles we talk about our busy schedules we talk about what we have and uh, and what we want we talk about our age some of us how old we are getting and what 
what we cannot do no more. We talk about our health, our struggles, and uh, our difficulties of our lives. Some of you are quick to express your political and your religious beliefs. We talk about the way things used to be. Come on. We talk about the way things are, and we go so far to talk about the way that things should be. We talk about who is with us, and we talk about who's against us. We talk about what's going on in our lives. Fact of the matter is, we just do a whole lot of of talking. And guess what? All of that, all of that may be a true and accurate description of our lives. And trust me, please trust me, I'm not trying to take anything away from your life. I'm not trying to take anything away from how you live your life. I'm not taking anything away what you do with your life. I just want to know, is there life within you? The circumstances, the circumstances of our lives are not unimportant. They matter. And fact of the matter is they make a difference, but they are not the way that Jesus thinks of and looks at life. Can I tell you, that's the way we look at it. We're not, Jesus don't look at life the same way that we look at life. Notice what he says. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not, in Matthew 6 and 25, he says, do not worry about about your life. Look at your name and say, stop worrying. Somebody, you come to church. Oh God, I'm going to take my time and preach you. Hallelujah. You come to church and you're full of worry, but Jesus simply says this, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Some of y'all put more emphasis and more time on what you're going to put on than anything else. He simply says this, is not life more than food? Some of us just eat too much. Look at your name and say you eat too much. You've been wanting to tell them that a long time, so you might as well tell them you eat too much. Amen. Amen. You just simply, we just, some of y'all sitting up in here now wondering where you gonna go eat after that child, I sure wish. The pastor, hurry up, because I'm accustomed to eating by 12, 15, and I got to get me something to eat. No, the devil is a liar. He said, to quit putting all that emphasis on uh, what you're going to eat. At least pay attention till after the benediction. Come on here, at least discuss it. Some of y'all texting now. Where we going to eat at? Y'all ain't going to talk back here to me. Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus said, Jesus said, is not life more than food and and what you gonna put on and you know what he 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 could just as well have said is not life more than your circumstances more than your situation if jesus sees life as more than our circumstances and what's happening maybe we ought to see life the same way because jesus declared in another passage 
Hallelujah. He said, I come that you might have what life and that you might have it more abundantly. Can I please let somebody know up in this house here today that true satisfaction, I don't want to preach too hard here today, but, but true satisfaction comes from receiving Christ into your life and it comes only through Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus, if he is not a part of your life, You are the walking dead. Fact of the matter is, I'm going to give you a title. You are dressed up death. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus Christ, that's all he means when he say, eat my body and drink my blood. He just saying, accept me into your life as your Lord and as your Savior and as the head of your life. That's all he's saying. He said, I come that uh, you might have life. Well, somebody says uh, that the Lord said he's going to give us a more abundant life. Well, is uh, uh, what is that more? What is that more? Let's let's spend a few minutes and then I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, 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 What is what is that more for you today? I mean, it's individual. I I can't pinpoint it. I can't say, Ellen Newsom, you all do this. Teresa, your more ought to be that. You have to analyze it and scrutinize it and uh, and figure what is your more. Some of y'all want more money. Some of y'all want God bless you. But what is your more today? What if, just what if, you know, I always have questions for us uh, to kind of ponder and think about what if the flesh and blood of Jesus, my God, ingesting and uh, and digesting his life into ours is about being connected to something larger and uh, and beyond ourselves some of us can't experience real life because uh, we're too much into ourselves life don't consist of just you what if my god what if it's beyond us you see a person is to eat and uh, and drink of christ that is receive him once and uh, for all what if just somebody say what if what if we really knew ourselves to be connected to each other? I mean, connected. We are the body of Christ, aren't we? We're, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. What if, yes, what if, my God, we were connected to each other in such a way that we begin speaking more about we us and ours and less about me my and mine come on here just what if we truly believe and acted on on the belief that each other's life and uh, and your hope and your dreams your needs your hurts uh, your losses and sorrow are as valid 
and they're just as important as uh, as mine come on what if we created a place where where everyone belonged not 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 that they just being tolerated or or put up with what if we created that in the church what if you created that in your home i'm only doing this for you because i'm your daddy or i'm your mama a child i'll be glad when you get out of here just what if somebody else say preacher that's that honey that's what real life is all about what if we can be connected and feel and feel like we belong what if life really isn't about you and me but uh we are to be about life and just maybe that's what it means to eat and drink the bread hallelujah and wine of communion now we ain't gonna have no wine don't get excited it's great Juice by faith. This is blood. Tell your neighbors by faith. Some of y'all lit up when I said wine. Look at you. Maybe that's what communion. When we come before the Lord's table, maybe that's what uh, communion is about. And sometimes, guess what? Sister Lori, it happens around the altar. Other times it happens, uh, watch this, at the dinner table. Uh-oh, y'all thought just communion uh, was a monthly snack. Y'all ain't going to help me here on first Sunday. No, communion is supposed to be around the dinner table. Oh, I wish I had a church up in here. What if it was in your prayer time? Huh? Maybe it's reaching out in compassion to some somebody else. Maybe it's weeping for the pain of the world. Maybe it's our recognition of another human being being a child of God and they are our brother and and sister in Christ. Every time we, now don't miss this, every time we live the communion life, don't miss that, I said live the communion life, guess what? We are living larger and bigger than life. Not because we individually did or accomplished something. Not because life is all about us, but because in that moment we are all about life jesus said that i am uh glory he didn't say i was he didn't say i shall be jesus said that i somebody somebody ought to say he's the bread of life uh communion must be a part of our daily lives my brothers and my sisters we've got to overcome the multiple distractions thrown at us which uh, which often feel urgent and we've got to be mindful of what is truly important the devil the devil shrewd and the devil says he'll try to distract us on every hand but I stop by here to tell you we've got to start focusing on what's most important in our lives. Well, let me hurriedly come to a close. That's how I want to live my life. That's how I want to live my life. I'm tired of living my life, Sister 
that in the hustle and the bustle and on the run and ain't going nowhere. Come on here, somebody. Just up and down, in and out, just trying to be everything to everybody who don't care about where their life is. Hello, here's somebody. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Some of you all is handling other people's problems, and you can't even handle your own problem, and they don't really want you in their problem. Oh, look at your name and say, mind your spiritual business. Hallelujah. Y'all don't like that, but it's all right. Listen, Jesus says in the last verse that I read, he said, this is the bread which came down from heaven, not as uh, your fathers did eat manna and are dead. But he said, whosoever, whosoever eateth uh, uh, this bread shall live forever. Now you have to understand that, uh, yeah, the manna eaten by Israel in the Old Testament, it did come from the clouds above, but it did not give life to the people because the text says that they were dead. But how many y'all know the Lord himself is that bread which came down from heaven and he that eateth of this bread shall live forever. It is the living bread Christ himself who energizes some of y'all you're just dragging along but take a piece of the bread y'all ain't gonna help me here I'm not talking about wheat bread I'm not talking about Weber I'm not talking about Hosea. I'm talking about Jesus who came down from heaven he's the one he's the one who energizes and quickens a man and a woman to live forever Christ has uh, he has the quality he has uh, the power he has the substance to energize us and to give us eternal life can i tell y'all something there is no shortage of bread you might go to costco and only can get y'all ain't gonna hear me here and only can get one paper towel per membership but i'll stop by here to let somebody know there's no shortage of bread and let's not let's not let's not my god convince or deceive ourselves into believing that we're just not hungry you ought to look at your neighbor and say neighbor you look hungry you look hungry well, pastor, oh God, I ain't gonna preach hard here. You look hungry. Well, I had grits and eggs and, and, and French toast this morning and, uh, and come on in some bacon and some hot links. I didn't have all that. Look, stop looking at her. Amen. I had the grits and the eggs doing the bacon. Come on here, somebody. But guess what? I'm still hungry. Tell them, uh, tell your neighbor again, you look hungry. You look hungry. You don't look hungry for Lemon Grove Cafe, but you look hungry. You don't look hungry for sizzlers. You don't look hungry uh, for Ruth Chris. Come on here, somebody. But look at your neighbor and say, you look hungry. The fact of the matter is, I have a good friend who went on to to heaven. And I kind of feel my back is trying to come back up in me. And my good friend, the late Willie J. Schmidt, former pastor of the Calvary Baptist Church here in San Diego. I can hear 
hear Willie singing now. He would say, guide me over thou, great Jehovah. And he would say, pilgrim through this barren land. He said, I am weak, but God, you are mighty. And then I would hear him say, bread of heaven. Bread of heaven. I need you to do something for me. I need you to feed me until I won't no more. And I'm just wondering is there anybody up in here that will wave at me and say, Lord, I want you to feed me until I won't no more. And then brother John P. Key he modernized it and he wrote the song he said bread of heaven bread of heaven feed me until I want no more and then he added a few more verses he said speaking clearly to my heart hope and wisdom you impart he said I've been tested and subdued but your word has brought me through and then the second verse he said what a week but thank God it passed you ought to say God I thank you my week is over I've been through hell and hot water, but I, I thank God my week has passed. Every trial, I lift up a banner, hold it up high, for my miracle is coming nigh. your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, my miracle is nigh. It's on the way. My deliverance, my healing is on the way. My door open. Say yes. Yes. John P. says no more crumbs on my table thy word has shown me favor feed me feed me feed me till I want somebody shout no more ah, yes yes Feed me, feed me, till I walk in purpose. Feed me, till I do your will. Feed me, till I live life. Yeah, yes. Yes, tell your neighbor. And I'm closing. Tell your neighbor, I want 
somebody else. I don't want to just live. I don't want to just survive. I don't want to go through the motion. I want abundant life. Life full of assurance. Life full of joy. Life full of love. Life full of security. Life full of confidence. Life full of joy. Life full of peace. Tell your neighbor, man. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. Like I said, say man. Try it again. Tell them where you are going. Where you are going. It's not like where you've been. Tell them where you're going. It's not like where you've been. I've been through the storm. I've been through the rain, but ow, 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 I made it, yes, tell them one more thing, say neighbor, you're not in trouble, you're just in transition, you're not in trouble. You're just in transition. And guess what? Goodbye. I'm gone. Wave at me. Goodbye. I'm gone. But before I go, I need you to know I shall live to see it happen. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to live. See it happen. I'm going to live. See my miracle. I'm going to live. See my healing. Live.